10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2.
And you are listening live. Yeah, thank God it's Friday. And it's the Drive Home Show with Bisayo Adewole, live from Lagos, Nigeria. Compliments of the season, people. As we count down to the new year, I think this is Teachers Talk Radio, and you are listening live. Tune in live at ttradio.org or to join in the conversation, download the Podbean app and search Teachers Talk Radio. Follow the hashtag TT Radio. Tune in, talk it out with Teachers Talk Radio. Yeah. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year in advance. I think it's okay to say that already. And um, as we continue in the show, I'm really happy to have you all here with me. Thank you for tuning in. And don't forget to share the link to this show with others to join the conversation. Today, we're talking about boarding schools, or should we call them birding schools? Well, if you don't get it, forget it. (laughs) Okay, so we have two amazing professionals in our midst today. We have two amazing professionals in the house today that will be sharing some really really interesting stories with us about nigerian boarding schools and i can't wait to introduce them to you and i'm sure you're ready to tune in and talk it out with our guest today so please share the link to this show let's have more people join us please share the link let's have more people join us all right so before I introduce our guests, it's our usual tradition to say, thank God it's Friday. It's our usual tradition to say TGIF, right? Okay, so we know the general meaning is, thank God it's Friday. So what other meanings will you give TGIF? Let me give you some options. We can also say, Thank goodness it's Friday. Okay, let me use my teacher voice. Thank goodness it's Friday. I hope I got that. Or, thank God I'm free. Or we can say, thank God I'm fine. Like, 
just imagine a teacher saying that on a Friday with a hand on her head or his hand on his head and like, ah, thank God I'm fine. Like, your Victoria is going for thank God I'm free. I mean, free from all the decisions you had to make on the spots throughout the week. Now you get to rest your brain a bit. So for me, I'll be going with, thank God I'm fine. Wow, we have a new meaning from Joy Ephraim. She's saying, thank God I'm favored. Yes, thank God I'm favored. I like that. Thank you. Keep it coming. If you'd like to call in as the show goes on, I would appreciate that you tell us your name, where you're calling from, or where you're listening from what you do, if you don't mind to share, and what it's going to be for you. Is it, thank God I'm fine, thank God I'm free, thank goodness it's Friday, or what else, what else, what else? Thank God I'm favored. Our guests are ready to just with us, but before we go on, Please, let's have more listeners on the show. You can click the share button just beside the comment section to have more people join us on the show. So while you're doing that, let's take a short break and we'll be right back. Need support with your phonics teaching? Did you know Oxford University Press now has three DfE-validated programs to help you? Read Write Ink Phonics, Floppies Phonics, and the brand new Essential Letters and Sounds. Essential Letters and Sounds will get all your children reading well, quickly, using phonics books you may already have in your classroom. Developed by the Knowledge Schools Trust English Hub, it's affordable, easy to use, and makes teaching phonics with letters and sounds more effective. Whatever your school's phonics needs, Oxford has the solution. To find out more and receive support from your expert local educational consultant, visit oxfordprimary.com forward slash phonics. Stop. 
All right, welcome back to the show. This is Bisayo Adewale at abisayo.a on Instagram and Bisayo the Eagle Teacher on Facebook. I would like to connect with you all after the show. So moving on, we are going to play a game and um, I'm going to start with one of my guests as usual. Welcome to the show, Victoria. It's good to have you in the house. Victoria, are you with me? Hi, good afternoon. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon. Yeah, yeah. I will need you to turn down the volume of of what you're using to listen because I can hear myself. Okay, I'm using um uh an hairpiece. Is that why? Okay. Okay. All right. Okay then. All right, so are you up for the game? Yes, I'm in. All right, so you get to choose. Is that how you spell backwards? Or you do a tongue twister? So which one are you going for? I want a tongue twister. <laughs> are you sure? Okay. Yes, very sure. Okay, so pick from, um, we have two tongue twisters here, so you get okay. to pick number one or two. Number one. Great, I've been, I've been praying that you pick number one. Oh, I'm glad I didn't disappoint you. <laughs> okay, so you're going to say this as fast as possible, five okay. times wow yes five times as fast as possible we are not fast enough we're going to start all over again all right okay so you're going to say teacher teaches cheetah cheats you hear me oh beautiful teacher teaches cheetah cheats five times one two go teacher teaches cheetah cheats teacher teaches cheetah cheats, teacher, teaches, cheetah, cheats. <laughs> teacher, teacher, teacher. Come on, you, you cause that. I'm going to start. Teacher, teacher, cheetah cheats. Teacher, teacher, cheetah cheats. Teacher, teacher, cheetah cheats. Teacher, teacher, cheetah cheats. Teacher, teacher, cheetah Oh my God. You 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 are stalling. You are taking breaks. Should we go again? Let's try All again. Right. Yeah, take then a I'll, deep I'll, breath. Okay, okay then. Take a deep breath. In and mm -hmm. out. Mm -hmm. Alright. So yeah. one, two, go. Teacher teaches cheetahs cheats. 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 
Oh guys, it's okay. <laughs> my kids are coming out already. Please, please, please. <laughs> Let's give it up for Victoria. <laughs> yeah, you tried, you tried, you tried. Is Nosfala came with us? Let's see if she's up for it. Nurse for like me, are you with us? Okay, while well, we are waiting for her to respond, let's go on. If you would like to participate, we have spell backwards game, and we also have if you think you can do better than Victoria, if you think you can beat Victoria with what she just did now, then you can call in and let's let's see how far you can go with that. All right, so this is the drive home show with Bisayo Adewale, live from Lagos, Nigeria. Compliments of the season once again. We're counting down to the new year already. So I believe it's okay to say Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year in advance. A lot has been happening in Lagos states that, especially in schools that has um raised a lot of conversations around security around bullying around boarding schools uh i was going through facebook yesterday and a colleague of mine was sharing his views about boarding schools and he he asked the question saying should we call them boarding schools or burden schools i don't know if you if you get that so it's it has gotten that bad and um, a lot of conversations have been going on around it and i felt the need to bring it here so that we can talk about it we can learn from one another and we can also hear some experiences some stories that you might never get to hear on on social media so get ready for some intense conversations if you'd like to be part of the conversation remember that you can always text in and i would be glad to read out all your contributions it's a great honor to have on the show today a combination of two great professionals. I'm talking about a nurse who is also a certified teacher. Just imagine. When I say certified, I mean certified like she studied health education. She has a, a bachelor degree in health education and she has a teacher's registration council of nigeria certificate meaning that she's a certified nigerian teacher and we also have a teacher an educator and they're also parents these two attended boarding schools from their experiences when they share with us we'll get to know if 
if the boarding schools they attended were actually school um, boarding schools or birding schools i think that's another tongue twister okay i'll create one later all right so today is going to be really intense like i said earlier and i am so excited you are still on the drive home show with pisayo adewoli aka pisayo the eagle teacher live from lagos nigeria so today introducing my first guest i have a certified teacher she's an economics teacher in lagos in a lagos state public school she's passionate about total quality management i like calling her my quality assurance officer she holds a master's degree in measurement and evaluation of course and um, not to forget she's a parent and a wife to only one husband <laughs> it's a great honor to have you on the show miss victoria abiola thank you for having me thank you everyone nice to all right she's also known as the extra teacher that's on on instagram she's also known as the extra teacher my second guest is a nurse i like to call her a nurse activist you can't talk bad about a nurse around her she's going to give it to you back to back bus boost so she's a nurse activist she's an intensive care nurse or um, as she likes to call it a critical care nurse she's a member of nigerian nurses forum she's a graduate of health education like i said earlier i could go on and on about her however one thing that i love about her as a woman is a resilient belief in girl child education she's a mother of four girls and they are all graduates if you live in an environment where um, girl child education is not prioritized you know what that means to train to have all four girls and make sure that they all went through all the levels of education so it's a great honor to have nurse for like me in the house today all right so if you are listening to us and you have a nigerian boarding school experience that you'd like to share please feel free to text in don't forget that you can share the link to the show and get others to tune in so like i said earlier we have two teachers we have who are also parents and they attended boarding schools in nigeria they'll be sharing their experiences and what they what they think can be done better in nigerian boarding schools 
So before we listen to them, I would start with my own experience. I attended a boarding school far, far away from home. Like really far. I can't just get angry and decide to just go home. I can't just wake up one morning and decide to just go home. It was that far from home. And um, I attended the boarding school for six years. That's from JS1 to SS3. Um, that's year seven to year 12. And one vivid experience that I will never forget is something we called generational punishment then. So whether you like it or not, whether you you know what, um, whether you know the offense or not, you're going to partake in something called generational punishment. What's it about? Senior students in a particular set will punish and bully and maltreat junior students using series of punishment styles. And I mean really, really, really bad. Like I, up to now, I still wonder how they get that kind of um, creativity to punish and maltreat junior girls. Then I went to a girls only school. It's called generational punishment in my school because it is passed down from one sex to another, from one generation to another. It doesn't end. And so senior students in a particular set will punish and bully junior students using series of punishment styles, either in the courtyard, that's of the hostel, or on the field for no valid reason other than the fact that they were punished too. They were maltreated too when they were juniors. So they get to do the same when they become seniors. So it was more like raising different sets of bullies, passing down the bullying culture, the punishment culture from one generation to another. So every junior looked forward every junior looked forward to becoming a senior that will become power intoxicated to bully and punish at the slightest provocation for no valid reason. It was something every junior looked forward to. I can't lie, when I was there, I looked forward to becoming a senior too. Aside from, yeah, the whole beauty of becoming a senior, I look forward to being in that position where I have the power to do and undo despite the school authority the school management the school rules blah 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 at least they were there when i was also a junior and it didn't change anything but then guess what happened when i became a senior huh first of all my mom promised me that i would stop attending the school once i'm done with junior high but no <laughs> i was shocked when um she told me that 
Omo, my child, you're going back there. Okay, fine. I said, okay, at least I'm going back to become a senior. Only for me to become a senior and a new administration came with a new principal and uh, she was briefed about everything, the trends in the school and all sorts. And the first action she took just scattered everything. She immediately separated seniors from juniors such that the only time seniors and juniors can be together for a long time is either at the chapel or the mosque. In fact, they, they can't even be together at the dining. So you only get to stumble on a junior maybe when the junior is just roaming about. Unlike when I was a junior, where you, you live in the same room with a senior. So you can't escape it. I was so pained. There was nobody to fetch my water, run my errands, just, you know, display power on whenever I like. Before, to get a junior girl, you have to go out, look for them and all. Or like where, when I was a junior. The fact is, Regardless of all the good home training I got from home, from church, I still developed that mentality while I was there. I still developed that mentality towards my juniors that I was, I was even yet to meet. I still developed that mentality that I can't wait to be a senior so that I can do this, I can do that. Not that I was not trained properly at all. Mm -mm. It was like getting into boarding school was like, immediately your mentality my mentality just switches that this is it you are far from home this is what you need to do to survive this is the culture here this is rome behave like the romans and so regardless of all the good home training i got from home or church i still develop that mentality towards my juniors probably because the boarding school environment where i spent most of my time has condi conditioned me to see life that way until that new administration came and changed the, the trend and the structure. So it became difficult for us to pass down that generational punishment became a thing of the past just by that uh, singular act. But not that bullying stopped or whatever because I could go on and on with different things that came up after she did that. My, my sets, they became so angry and they transferred aggression on um a lot of juniors at the slightest provocation they they would bring them to different okay i can go on and on and on but for now let me just end there they're going to hear enough stories from our our guests let me keep my own story so i will be directing the first question to miss Victoria. I'll be directing the first question to Miss Victoria. Oh, Nosfala Kemi, are you with us? Yes, I'm here. Okay. Okay, I know I know you're on duty right now. And I'm really grateful that you'd take out time to be with us. I'm so grateful. We can we can't wait to hear from you. So the first question goes 
to you can you okay let me start with you went to a boarding school you attended a boarding yes, school in nigeria boarding. what yes. year was that man that was 1974 to 1979 wow that was quite a long time yeah and um <laughs> okay so uh with your experience in in the boarding school you attended at least it's generally believed that back then people were still sane right because now they are saying this new generation this new generation thank god that you attended a boarding school way back so can you remember the most unpleasant boarding school bullying experience can you share with us briefly thank you very much um this bullying of a thing started long ago it's just that it's getting worse by the day uh, it didn't just start yesterday. Even during our own time, um, we were being bullied. The juniors were being bullied. I could remember in those days, after, after you know, all the whole work during the day, we go for games, we eat, and go for prep. In the prep room, if you doze, just ordinary dozing, the seniors, <laughs> they, they have a way of making life difficult for you, they will send you on an errand. And you know most of us don't understand the local language very well. Uh, we are even, me, I'm even better because I grew up in the village. But those that came from Lagos, they don't even hear anything. They only hear Lagos, Yoruba or so. So they will now send them on errand in the local language to go and meet another senior. That senior has decoded the message we now send them to go and meet another senior. That one will decode the message. Send them to go and meet another senior. You can walk around for hours meeting meeting seniors up and down. They will give you punishment because they understood the, 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 the message more than you that is being sent that message. So hmm. let me make everybody laugh. I was very young and small then. You know, I was very, I, I entered secondary school very early. And I was even small, very small in stature. So what what I decided to be doing is whenever I'm on prep and I'm tired, instead of being sent up and down, I will enter into the double decker. Into the double decker <laughs> compartment where they keep where we normally keep our books. If the modern day student may not know double decker. In those days we call it double decker because two students will sit by a table. And inside mm. is divided into two. Your books, uh, each person keeps their books in each of the compartments. So there are some that has no division. They didn't put the division. And that one, because I'm small, can size me. So when, when, whenever <laughs> I'm on prep, I go to the back, enter into the double decker, and sleep comfortably. There's no senior. My God. <laughs> There was this particular day uh, that uh, prep ended. Nobody knew I was there. They all went to their various hostels. And when I woke up around 1 a.m. in the night, wow, I look here and there, no single soul. I was... You slept off in the class. I slept off there. They left me there. I thought this way of being bullied. They left me inside, that <laughs> inside the compartment there. 
when I got out of the uh, of the double decker uh, uh, deck, I look around and there nobody, no single soul. Even the even the security men, they were already asleep in their various mm. posts. So I have to rush down to the hostel. Into the hostel, they've locked the door, and uh, there was no way I could enter. No girls, they can fabricate lies. I knocked at the door. They started running up and down in the hostel. They said, "Spirit, spirit, spirit!" <laughs> Everybody started shouting, "Hey, hey! I can see the head. I can see the leg. I can see ah!" I, they didn't open the door for me. And I went to the next hostel, the next uh, room, to my own room. I saw one of my seniors that was reading there, and uh, luckily, she was my friend. So then. So I, I, I just back on her auntie. Auntie, please open the door for Oh, I think we lost nurse for like me there. When I got to my own room, they were discussing it. Hey, I saw the ghost. It was tall. It was short. It <laughs> was black. It was this. I did not say a word. So in the night, I have forgotten that a senior was on her bed beside me. I was now telling my my bed, my bunkie, my uh, my bed. Monkey, uh, yes, you know, your bunkmate. Uh -huh. That's the person yeah, staying above you. Yeah. Exactly. I was now telling her that come, there was no ghost. Too. There was no ghost. That I was the one. That, that I slept off in the in the classroom. But when I now came and knocked at the door, nobody was ready to open the door for me. Immediately, that auntie heard it like this. She said, stupid girl, come here. Come here. So you were the one that put us into a panic in the night? So you were the one that caused all the trouble that all of us were running up and down? Okay, now, go and take a spoon and fill up this pail for me. A whole bucket. My God. I should take spoon and be filling it up with water. You can imagine that. In fact, huh. before you even walk down to the pail, the, the whole the whole water in your is gone from the away, It's gone. <laughs> so I regretted even talking that day because nobody would have knew. They, they wouldn't have known that I did something like that. It was because yeah. I decided to tell my friend. <laughs> those are the kind of bullies that that happens in those days. But they weren't huh. as bad as killing somebody. And all the mm. rest, you know, we used to have college mother, college father. They take good care of us. Like I see, we are their children. And when we run into trouble, they solicited for us. They won't allow us to be mm. punished. When they, when it's time for for Greek and for us to cut grass, they will stand in for us. Those are the things they do in those days. But some of mm. them were very, were very wicked. And the wickedness, the mm. height, the height of their wickedness. It's just to punish you. They can ask you to do frog, uh, frog job. Just frog uh, to show, job. to display power. Yeah. Yeah. And they will say, fly to London. They say you should fly to London. <laughs> you stretch your legs and your hand and fly. You will cry and cry. They'll be laughing. Those are the things they hmm. do in those days. Not to the extent of, uh, hmm. you know, bullying to kill. That, like, that, like it is happening now. But this school then has its own uh, bad side. But it was fun. It was fun then. Hmm. Thank you so much for, for sharing. Now let's hear from Victoria. What 
that most unpleasant experience that you have of um, boarding school bullying? Wow, it was nice hearing from Moss um, to share me. And um, sincerely, I can't relate with a prepare, taking water with a spoon, filling a bucket. For me, I remember vividly in um, Annex Hostel because in my school we had hostels, GSS 1 and 2 in one block, um, three, GSS 3 and SS 1 in another. We call that semi senior. Then we had SS2 and 3, that's seniors hostel. The high and mighty lived there. So in my own hostel, Annex, GSS 1 and 2, um, we didn't have a functional toilet. And <laughs> we usually go to semi-seniors, that's um, GSS3 and SS1 hostel to use the toilets. And I'm talking of block, um, like another building, another part totally. So once it's at night, there's no way we can use the toilets. We have to, we call it kaka in my school. So there, we had a quadrangle that people would put paper, they, they defecate, then in the morning you throw it away. I don't know what happened. I guess a junior just um, defecated on the floor or something and this hostel prefects came in that day. <laughs> she just told all of us, Junior girls, you know, there's a way they spoke with authority. Yes, Mama. yes. Exactly. And we all went in a circle. We called it in a circle. We got to the inner circle and everybody was shooting. What happened? What happened? You down, fly your hands. Then you go there. You know, this thing happened in the morning. Nobody carried it. So that night. Delivery it was just it was just a way for me to avoid being clocked. So mm. my neighbor already laughing. They knew that I was going to come up with a drama. And that was your own survivor, your own survivor skill was to put up a drama you, so that you won't be bullied. Thank you. And do you know that at some point that senior got very ill? She had typhoid and it was already affecting. Maybe a liver or kidney, I'm not sure. Thought that juniors were happy that she wow. was that she was here. Hmm. Because she wasn't around for a long time. Students were very, very happy. To think that hmm. if the assistant edge girl that stays with us, not our housemaster and mistress. And hmm. again, I went to boarding school in my primary school. Mm. And I remember that there was this girl that would wake me up at night. I was very tiny. For those who even know me, I, I'm, I'm not so tall. I was very mm. tiny then. And this girl would wake me up at night and tell me to come down from my bed because I was staying at the other bed. Sometimes she would drag me down. And mm. she to bring me into lesbianism. She tried mm. this three, four times. 
she was you know she was matured already she was in primary six and then i was just in year three in primary school i was just seven years hmm. so i had to summon the courage she was a Ghanaian, or she is a Ghanaian. i had to report this case to my matron and she would wake up from her own uh, line your, your, your matron then was not living in the hostel with you she does not sleep she over at the hostel she does but her room is separate from hers hmm. and she does not go around no no um, she doesn't she hmm. doesn't go around with her. she hmm. doesn't so we have to report the issue to her hmm. we have to report but, the, i have to report the issue to her and she she then separated us more and told me if that happened she, she was punished for doing that so those experiences i cannot forget in fact I, that's just the most memorable i can't count mm. it off. of course so, i know, can relate i was there for six years sincerely mm. mm. thank you so much for sharing those experiences so moving on now that you're a parent and um, you are also a teacher meaning that you are now a stakeholder with those experience these experiences that you've shared with us what do you think could have been done better to address or uh, to prevent um, the experiences from happening what do you think the school management could have done better? Should they um, should they keep leaving everything to the hands of seniors? Because I believe that there are some things that uh, one of the reasons why seniors get power intoxicated is because the school management leaves some of some responsibilities in the hands of seniors, prefects, and while they are um, dishing out this. Uh, responsibilities why they are carrying out these responsibilities you won't find any teacher around neither will you find any non-teaching staff too and so the seniors feel like they are in charge they are the lord and master they have been given the power and they will even invite other seniors that are not even prefect you will see them doing all sorts of things in the name of punishing a junior Sometimes they even bully their own mates who are also seniors. So now that you are a teacher, you are a parent, what do you think could have been done better then to have prevented you from experiencing things like this? Victoria. Thank you for this question. And I will be answering, narrating a particular scenario. Again, in my school, um, our lighthouse is 10 p.m. Uh. But and these lights out maybe that will be shortly after night prep and all that people want to hire and all. Should I? Do you know Andrew was contraband in my school? But once okay. the lights out, our seniors expect every junior to light a candle in junior. Uh -uh. And once you don't have candle to light up to lit up the room, you are being punished for it. <laughs> and when I mean punishment, I mean serious punishment. And then I just thinking to myself, 
I think that the senior that when you resume on uh, on on resumption day when they are checking your room, if they see candles, they will seize it. Yes, mm. you want me to lit the room with candles. So what I will do and my uh, what I will do uh, at the moment, or what I think should have been done differently, the school should provide power supply. Mm. You know, provide those things that because we know that the kind of things that actually cause general punishment when we were in school. Okay. So I would have provided as a school, I'll look at it. What are the causes of bullying in my school? I could do a, a sampling, maybe ask questions, do an, an anonymous questionnaire, elicit responses from junior students. And okay. by the time I get all of these responses, then I look at it. How can I get, how can I prepare solution as a leader or as a teacher, as an administrator, as a member of the school management? Oh, is it power supply? I'll do it this way. Oh, is it because um, provisions? If it's for me to ban bringing provisions from some uh, parents, from, uh, what is it called? Some seniors expect provisions from junior ones. Yes, yes, and they do. For a school that I that the, the parents the boy came home complained that oh that all his provisions was the senior collected his four sets of provisions. Huh. Instead of the parents to address the issue, the parents bought six sets again for the boy. Are you huh. not encouraging bullying? So for me, what I will do is address the situation. Oh, is it because of provisions? Is it because that boy that bullied him is needy? What? How can I support this child? Okay. Or what can I do? And the kind of uh, I think parents should also not see uh, putting their um uh, parents should have conversation with their children or with their ward before putting them in boarding house. Oh, I'm putting you in boarding house because mm. I want you to be. Um, themselves, mm. liar. I want you to be um, independent. I want you to be this. Mm. I, I, it's going to be tough. It's going to be rough. You're going to come out strong. You know, I'm going to have conversation mm. with my children. I'm going to have conversation with yes. um, the junior. Yes, I think I like that. Despite the, like, my my um, solution will be in respect to the position or the kind of bullying experience I come across. So that's mm. thank you very much yeah thank you very much i can totally relate so nurse nurse falakemi are you with us okay so while we're waiting yes. for her to respond you. okay now i want to ask you 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 went to a boarding school a long time ago so i'm um, I know that all your all your children are grown up. They've gotten to the highest level of education. So, did you send them to boarding schools to, despite the unpleasant experience you had? Yes, I did. Though. I sent them to boarding school because <laughs> in boarding school okay. it has its own good side and bad side depending on the school. All right. Huh. Uh, 
coordinated. Like uh, We're able to think of, uh, of doing things on our own. We, you know, we were taught a lot of things, even socially, morally, and even spiritually. We were exposed early in life. So I felt my children deserve such an exposure, no matter what it will cost me. That was why I subscribed to uh, going to boarding school. When we started going to boarding school in those days, we were, we were spoiled. We were really spoiled because in my own in my own school, though it was even in the rural area, uh, they were doing virtually almost everything for us. They were cutting grass for us. They were washing. Yes. Clothes. They were they were the every almost everything was being done for us until when we had a principal that was transferred to our school and said, "Hey, we are spoiling these children. Why would they be washing cloth for them? Why would they be why would they not be uh, cutting grass by themselves? Why do you get gardeners for them?" Why? Why would they be eating beans with uh, with fish and the uh, fried plantain on top? Why not mix it together and give it to them like that so that they can have the experience of life? It was that changed everything. So, and uh, we were a mixture of of a different type of students. Some were from the uh, city, while some of us were from the village. So when we mixed together. We, 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 we become a middle bridge, not actually mm. out there and not uh, totally, uh, you know, uh, local. So when they are coming from Lagos, they bring Lagos uh, styles, Lagos dance, Lagos, uh, you know, uh, attractions. And then we too, we too, we do bring in uh, the, village, the village morals, you know, we cool mm. them down. And when the two mm. of us, when we meet, you know, we form the best set of uh, students you can have in life. So I felt mm. my children deserve, they deserve such too. So I sent them back to the, to my, my to my state. I sent them from mm. Lagos to my state to go and school. And uh, mm. it has, it has effect on them too, because they are a blend of uh, not too loud and not too dull. And uh, mm. they have good morals too. I can, I'm, I'm proud of them wherever they are. I know it wasn't easy. It's a very long journey, very long journey to, to life. <laughs> uh, but they, they were able to enjoy it and it paid them off. They went. They, they were independent when they were in the university. They did so well. I had, I had a child that, had, that has never come second throughout her lifetime. Even first, came out with first class came out to be the first, the best student in that boarding school they went to, in their work. When she entered second, uh, uh, university, she entered with merit. I don't have to meet with anybody. Her name was published. When when she finished, she finished with first class. He told to all her sisters, they too, they did so well. It was the foundation of that independence in the boarding school and thorough supervision that was given to them, that made them to come out fine, that I, I don't need to go and buy a certificate for them. They were good. Hmm. Same thing was done for me. So I felt I should do the same for them. And they should be able to endure it. And they tried. They endured it. And uh, today, hmm. they are on their own. So I bless God for hmm. that. Okay. Thank you so much for sharing words. 
um thank god that it worked out well for you ma'am uh let's hear from victoria who is a new generation parent generation parents victoria victoria Victoria. Hello. Hello. Oh. So if you were to send your child to a boarding school now, will you? Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure. I won't. I won't. Why? Not in the country. Uh, oh, okay. You can send well, your child to a boarding school outside Nigeria. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Yes. Um, for okay. me, I feel that presently um, quite a number of things are not in place again. I feel that there, there is, the, the focus of boarding house is changing. I feel so, is, is my perspective now. Uh, I'm not sure I would. I'm not sure. Okay, so you're not, not sure. You're, you're, you're not sure because you, you feel that what um boarding schools were made for the essence is gradually yes. fading out yes. okay. i think boarding school gradually is made to develop a child's self-reliance hmm. I, I feel boarding school is to raise um, a child who can speak up for himself who can hmm. develop basic life survival skills hmm. and that, that was what i went through but we what and what is happening around us over and over now, I'm beginning to see boarding school as an escape environment for hmm. for um, uh, or as a dumping ground for children, and that's not what hmm. I want. I don't want my child to grow up in such an environment. That's the, what I'm beginning to see. So that's hmm. why I won't do that. Hmm. Okay. Thank you so much for sharing. Uh, Thank you for listening so far. If you'd like to share any of your boarding school experiences, please send them and I'll be glad to read them out. Idowu Veronica is saying that a friend of mine was telling me how he got bullied in the hostel then. I asked why he didn't report to the school authority he told me the teachers would never believe what the junior said to him. So that's why he, he won't report. Wow. Okay. So if you have any experience that you'd like to share, please send them in and we'll be happy to. We have a call from Joy Ifani. Hello, Joy. All right. So while we're waiting for her to respond, we'll go on a short break and we will be right back. Need support with your phonics teaching? Did you know Oxford University Press now has three DFE validated programs to help you? Read Write Ink Phonics, Floppies Phonics, and the brand new Essential Letters and Sounds. 
Essential letters and sounds will get all your children reading well, quickly, using phonics books you may already have in your classroom. Developed by the Knowledge Schools Trust English Hub, it's affordable, easy to use and makes teaching phonics with letters and sounds more effective. Whatever your school's phonics needs, Oxford has the solution. To find out more and receive support from your expert local educational consultant, visit oxfordprimary.com forward slash phonics. This is Teachers Talk Radio, and this is Teachers Talk Radio News with Gail Glenn. Scottish Parliament has debated the usefulness of national ventilation guidance for schools. There have been concerns that basic measures such as opening windows is unsustainable with winter just starting and the new Omicron threat. Labour Education spokesperson Michael Mara said that the current mitigations were not enough. He stated, I know the government are committed to expanding outdoor learning. I would suggest there are better ways to go about it than bringing the Scottish winter indoors. Mr Mara is calling for two portable air purifiers to be installed in every classroom. Harvard University research has suggested that their use could reduce transmission rates of airborne virus by 50%. In Ethiopia, the Ministry of Education has decided to close all secondary schools for one week to allow students to harvest crops for those on the front line of the war. They will also be fundraising for members of the military assisting families of those on the front line and giving blood. The Minister of Education said, it is impossible to live without a country and everyone has a responsibility to protect their country. The education sector must fulfil its national responsibilities. More than 1.2 million students are out of school due to the ongoing war in northern Ethiopia. In Tanzania, the government has announced that it will lift a ban which prevents girls from returning to school after childbirth. The ban has been controversial, with activists calling it discriminatory, and the leader of the opposition, ACT Wazalendo Party, received death threats when he wrote to the World Bank asking them to withhold a loan to the government because of the policy. The founder and executive director of ACOA New Generation an organisation building capacity for girls who dropped out of school because of pregnancy said, most of the girls who get pregnant in school lack basic sexual education. As we commend this development, most important step now is to invest in more sexual education and increase awareness among students about the impact of teen pregnancies and child marriages and encourage them to remain in schools. Tanzania has now become one of the last two countries in Africa to lift the ban against pregnant schoolgirls from accessing education. Only Equatorial Guinea still maintains the policy. This has been your latest Teachers Talk Radio News with Gail Glenn.
welcome back this is the drive home show with isayo adeboli live from lagos nigeria before we went on a short break we um got a call from joy who would like to share a boarding school experience with us joy let's have you yeah can you hear me now yes i can hear you clearly please go on oh great good evening everyone so like i said earlier this is quite an interesting topic and i'm really glad to be participating in it so i had my own share of the boarding school experience and um for me it's left a huge gap in my life i had to you know consciously i had to consciously grow will i say grow out of it or i made effort to ensure that i do not live with the pains the 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 stigma that i felt and all that in fact just recently why this whole friend was happening i had to check on facebook for somebody that i could remember her name i was like let me even check what this lady has been up to after all she did secondary school you get so but i thank god that we've we've gone past that stage and as a teacher it just empowers me the more to do what is right yes so so apart from the usual things that they do in boarding school make you you know send you on errands giving you huh. less money they give you 10 naira and tell you to go and buy something of 25 naira <laughs> and come back with change i come exactly i come back with change. <laughs> it means that it means that they want you to however you want to get the remaining money go and get it i don't care exactly but this particular one was was something that really affected my self-esteem hmm. i was a prefect then because i'm not talking from the point of um a junior student now that's all uh, a lot of people had that experience but i'm talking uh, from the point of being a prefect and a senior and also being bullied uh, yes interesting so so i was the house prefect of i attended a federal government college so i was the house prefect of one of the hostels and then you know house prefect a lot of parents will come and tell you please my daughter let her be your school mother uh, school daughter let her be please take care of her for me and all that so as a senior i just felt i felt like it was my responsibility to take care of these junior ones and so we had this particular set of girls it was an all-girls school so we had this particular set of girls we call them the men too meant to like meant to mm. be so they are actually oh yeah i remember girls. yes Exactly. In my school, so, we call them supposed to, supposed uh, to, be. <laughs> to be. So we may call them men to be. You know, and those set of people can be so annoying. Yes, they are not in your class, but at some point, probably in just one, you guys were in the same class. You know, so they do everything that the SS3 will do. They want to, you know, just all the privileges. And you really cannot stop them because, of course, at one point, you guys were mates. But this particular time, she bullied a junior student. And I felt so bad. I can't really remember what she did, but I felt so bad that I knew I couldn't take any decision on my own. So I said, okay, this has to be escalated. So I reported to our housemistress. So when I reported, you know what it means to report your mates. 
those mm. that went to boarding school oh my god the whole block was on fire you are a snitch you're this yes you're that. that's the word nobody mm. wanted to relate with me it was like you're a bad person how will you do that to your mate in fact i was just in a world of my own no friend no it was not like <laughs> i was not friend to the junior girls because mm. my mates were verbally bullying me because i know you know that bullying comes in different forms yes you know, they were verbally like on the block i would i would not feel comfortable and it made me to just go into my shell i couldn't relate with my mates i couldn't do a lot they kept yeah. you know like i'm walking on the road i'm feeling like these people are talking about me and really they are talking about you because she's the one huh. that reported she was yes. the one that she's the thing. yes she's the that you know so it really it really made me feel really bad i felt so bad i felt so bad even when oh no it affected me i couldn't relate you know so from that angle of your mates bullying you huh. that's just why i know that's experience hmm, you know, because yes you can have the junior experience yes you have it where you get to when you want to fetch water and a senior will just come and you know a lot now to the question of if you will let your child wow for me <laughs> i was talking to somebody i was having a conversation with someone about this issue and she asked and we talked about it i said for me i think the boarding experience it's a good one especially when you have a child that is very clingy and you want mm. to do some things you know it's a good one but first anybody that wants to send his or her child to a boarding school should define the purpose why are you sending this child to a boarding school do you want mm. to run away from your responsibility in parenting do you want to dump that child because the child is so stubborn at home the boarding mm-hmm. school is not a jumping ground. Do you want to send that child to a boarding school because she's so fat that you as a mother, you cannot control how she eats at home and you feel it's the boarding school that can help you. So you mm-hmm. have to define your reason why you're sending your child to a boarding school. And then you weigh it. If I send this child to this school, what do I hope to gain at the end? If you feel, because I'm not one of those people that want to, you know, trust my opinion on others. So mm. you weigh your decision, your purpose, your reason, and also the child mentally. Is this child prepared? We need to take cognizance of the mental health of our children. If they mm. are not prepared for that journey, then you might need to stay, keep that child back at home. Mm. I don't know if I'm making sense. Yes, so yes. Mental health is very important. Yes. So when you look at all of these factors, then you can now decide. In fact, before a child should be sent to a body school, I feel the child should have a choice to make. The child should be part of the decision because you are not the one going there. That mm. child will be. So somehow that child should should be able to, you know, mentally prepare for that journey. It's mm. easier like that, that the child wants to do this in a way so it's not like you're indulging the child but you just want that child to be prepared because really it's not easy to just leave parents leave your mom and your dad and all that yeah i'll just i'll just want to stop here thank you so much thank you so much joy for sharing thank you for 
making us see another perspective yes we have we even have teachers bullying teachers i know you, you can agree with me teachers bully teachers we have admin bullying teachers we have teachers bullying students so it's not just a um junior senior thing it's not just juniors that are being bullied prefects even bully their fellow prefects it's that bad so i really like the um the things that joy shared with us before we go on another break let me share timile alaka's um experience okay he's saying i never attended a boarding school but i used to tell those who went to boarding schools that no senior will be able to bully me or kick me around <laughs> me on my own on my own i'm the definition of stubborn so when i know i'm doing something right and someone wants to tell me to do the opposite we'll, we'll both fight it out okay oh, it's very easy to say <laughs> just, just like her mother used to do when we were in school. Her mother oh i exactly see like this when she it's was okay school, she was my senior she doesn't oh, take it okay. from any any okay so i think um nosfola kemi knows him great to know that we have connected people in the exactly house so uh, okay it's very very easy to say until you are in it <laughs> all right so thank you so much we've had really interesting experiences shared well okay nosfola kemi also commented that she would never send or allow her grandchildren to go to a boarding school <laughs> i don't know why that sounds funny to me because she said she said she would not send them to a boarding school even though she sent their mothers remember at the beginning of the show i told you that um, nurse falakemi had four girls and she also told us that she sent all four all four went through the four walls of a boarding school and now she's saying that her grandchildren she will never allow them i think i can already understand why she won't send her grandchildren to boarding schools all right so joy mentioned a few things she said take note of the mental health of the child make the child part of the decision before sending them off to a boarding school yes uh, great to have our oh, last to come your pay file on the show he's saying hmm teachers bullying teachers that's true yes teachers bully teachers i've experienced that as a teacher so it's i can relate with that a lot especially when you are a teacher that wants to do the right thing admit so many teachers that just want to go along with the wrong um doing the wrong thing and you're just the only one focusing on doing the right thing in your staff room you will be bullied and i think it, it doesn't just happen in in um, schools even in offices and other offices and other organizations so uh i'm going to ask victoria this question what are some of the significant effects that 
the boarding school life has left on you, either positive or negative, that it has been difficult for you to unlearn. What are some of those things, those survival skills that you had to develop, either positive or negative, that is difficult for you to just outgrow? Like Joy told us about the one she experienced, but she has outgrown it. We were grateful to God for that. So what about you? If you can decide to share that the positive or the negative quickly as we um, round up the show. All right, thank you. Um, the major one for me is body now has developed my communication skills. Hmm. Body now has made me um, very, very independent. You know, because from yeah, from SS1, I was going all the way from Lagos State to Oyo State on my own, and I was coming back home. So hmm. there, sure. I, I, there's, I don't have phobia for journey, going all the way, traveling on my own and all of that. Hmm. And another thing Body House did for me were, is um, house chores. I, I love to wash the toilets because that was yes. my portion for two years in primary school. Wow. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was always washing the toilets when I was in the Mayflower. So, um, I mean, that was it. Then I also want to relate to what Joy said, you know, involving the child in the decision process. I remember at age seven when my parents just took me to boarding house. They just said I was changing my school. And they dropped me there. And mm. my kind of school was, you can even leave your child, if you don't want to come and pick your child during the holidays, you can leave your... The matron what about the visiting school. days? You can come in any day. In my primary okay. school, the parents okay. can come in any day to check you. So my mom comes on Mondays. So I was there, and uh, I, I just saw it as a place for freedom. I saw it mm. as a place my parents are not here. I wasn't prepared for the body house at that time, at the age of seven. I wasn't prepared. There was no communication. There was no conversation. There was mm. no mental readiness. But mm. I I'm glad I went through it, though. I, I like, I like the, the things that are left with me. And I, I also think one of the things body house also taught me um, was forgiveness. Mm. I learned to forgive. I, because a lot of people will do a lot of things you you know you see some friends that when you are sick when you are sick and um, you are in the clinic your closest friends might not come and check you if someone that has offended you in a long time that will come around so was that okay that will come yeah around. so it taught me forgiveness it taught me forgiveness all right thank you. thank you so much for sharing that uh a lot of discussion has been going on about boarding schools and um, i'm really happy that we're able to see different perspectives to um, the boarding school life in nigeria and um we we're also able to share our experiences i've learned a lot from all the listeners that texted in and um, from victoria from nurse for Kemi and from joy so joy are you still with us okay i'm going to ask 
this question this one last question if you were to talk to your younger self just about to go into a boarding school if you were to give an advice to your younger self what would that advice be if you were to advise your younger self about to be enrolled into a boarding school what will you tell Is this for me or for Joy? For Joy. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Wow. For me, for me. Okay, if I were to advise my younger self. Okay, I think what I would tell myself is um, be different, be you, be unique. It doesn't matter how others feel about it. Hmm. I think that's what I'll tell myself. And if I had told myself that, it would have helped me in the way I, you know, how my perception to all that happened to me should have helped me to know that, okay, you're just being a different person. You have not done anything bad. Because wow. at some point I felt like, did I do the wrong thing? I was just standing up for a, for a younger girl, you know? Hmm. So... Yeah, so I, at, at first I felt like I did the wrong thing, you know, I, I regretted my actions, even mm. if they kept doing what they were doing, you know, so I would have just advised myself to be unique, to be different, I, did, I never did the wrong thing. Mm. Thank you so much for sharing. Victoria is saying that she would advise her younger self to not be a people pleaser. Trust me, boarding school can make you, can develop good eye service skills in you just because you want to feel among. I mean, you know, you're going to spend um, three, four months there and you might not even go for meet and break. So you're going to be living with these people. So you want to please them. So most most people that attended boarding schools, they, they come out becoming professional people pleasers. Like they don't... They just want to be, uh, they just want praises from people because that's what the environment where they, where they, they where they schooled has trained them to be. So, uh, I'm also going to advise my younger self not to be a people pleaser regardless, be firm and smart. These are some of the conversations that parents should have with their children before sending them off. Don't just send them off because, okay, yes, this is a stage to go into secondary school now. So we have decided to send you to a boarding house. No, 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 no. Now you negotiate, you discuss, you sit together and um, make sure that the child is part of the decision. All right. Then also, before we end the show, I also like to um, share my own contribution on what I think the school management should do. In, in my boarding school, then the boarding school I attended, teachers were overburdened. They were the ones who were, they were the house masters, house mistress. They were the ones in charge of um, non-teaching duties. I mean, after attending to all the academic um, duties, all the teaching duties, they still have the non-teaching duties. You have my commerce teacher then was the one that would have to go to the hostel to check when everyone has gone to the class she will have to go to the hostel to ensure that the hostel is is neat then apart from teaching going for all her periods she will still go around to check for to look for students that did not do their morning duties in the hostel 
for crying out loud. Being a teacher now, I can only imagine how stressful it is. You don't expect a teacher that has been teaching all day to be the one to start walking around. To start walking around uh, the hostel in the evening or in the morning, ensuring that um, um, students are of good behavior and all. Please, let's create more roles, uh, more non-teaching roles, and reduce the, the, the workload on teachers. Let teachers be teachers. So I think that if, if we do, if we go by that, maybe it will be more effective. Maybe the uh, monitoring students will be, will be more effective than what we have now. All right. So um, a lot of memories have been shared about boarding school live. A lot of suggestions have been made. We hope that this has awakened your consciousness about bullying, about boarding schools how long it has been prevalent and how the boarding school life has um, contributed to building um, self-independence, how, uh, how it has contributed to building uh, men pleasers, it has, it has um, contributed positively and negatively. And um, we all have a role to play in making sure that I mean, we can't just completely rule out boarding schools. We will still continue to have boarding schools, but we it can only get better with people like you and I playing our roles, making sure that we don't just um, look away when we can. Now that we are parents, we are teachers, we are health workers, everyone, we are all part of the government. So let's not just wait for the government to fix things. Let's do what we can in our own um, circle of influence. So to close the show, we are, are we're going to send a special shout out to all those who have taken actions about the 12-year-old boy who was bullied to death in uh, Lagos, Nigeria. We um it, it was a really sad experience and um it's it is a sad experience and we're happy that a lot of people have taken action and not just waiting for the government to get justice for the boy uh heartfelt condolence goes to the family and we hope that the good lord will comfort them have a restful weekend Thank you so much for being a part of the show today. I hope you enjoyed the show. Bye for now. Thank you.
listening to Teachers Talk Radio. Tune in live and listen back at ttradio.org. We look forward to hearing from you next time on Teachers Talk Radio.